Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, it is a time of the year when people are thinking about the next 12 months. And, of course, that does apply to money and to your finances. And can you get better deals? And where can you get better deals? And for a lot of you, you are looking, among other things, at uh, health insurance and health cover. If you're in a position, to be honest, to afford it at all. And we know uh, the health service and uh, the state of it in Limerick and around the country is uh, very much part of the debate in the general election campaign. Well, Dermot Good from totalhealthcover.ie is on the line with some advice. How are you, Dermot? Good morning, Joe. Um, and, and we've seen across the year, and we debated it a lot on the Limerick Today show, not just about health, but you know, crashes and, and um, motor and all of that. Insurance is becoming the bane of a lot of people's lives. It is, yes, and, and, and health insurance is, is no different. I suppose the only one thing, Joe, and I'm not here to defend the insurance companies, the only one thing that we see with health insurance is that we usually know when there's a price increase coming um, and we can usually attribute it to you know certain kind of cost drivers. So what's happening right now in the market, um, and this is a function of the, the, the issues with the public system, is that more and more people are bypassing the public hospitals and they're going straight to the private hospitals now. So like Barrington's, or which is now the Bonds, or, or all the private hospitals in your area, people are just going straight to the private hospitals first. Um, and that's because they're reading and they're hearing about all the delays and the possible, let's just say, log jams in the public system. And, and that's fine. People are using their cover, those who are fortunate enough to have it. The problem with that, though, is the knock-on effect of claims. And we knew early last year the insurance companies were all talking to us about the spike in claims from the private hospitals and that that would lead to further price increases. And we've seen that coming true now. So we've seen multiple small price increases. So we're back to the way it used to be. And Joe, there will be more. I'm expecting more from March onwards. So all I would say is that, you know, anybody with health insurance now needs to budget for increases. But if they're on the right plans, Joe, and if they shop around, they might be able to get rid of those increases if they're on a dated plan. Worst case scenario, we would say to people, budget for 5 to 7%. But the kind of, I suppose, what we're seeing in other industries where people are just refusing to insure them and walking away, um, the good thing about health insurance is that every insurance company must take you on. They cannot refuse to insure you. They cannot load your premium because of, of claims. So the, the only, I suppose, which we would hate to happen, the only thing that could happen here is that one of the three companies could just walk away from the market. I don't see that happening, Joe, to be quite honest with you, because, look, even with the pressures they're under, they are doing well. I mean, look, the, the market has grown. I mean, we had nearly just 2 million people insured in the downturn. We're now nearly back up to 2.3 million. So a lot of people are, are rejoining health insurance, yeah. not because they think it's fantastic, but, they're just worried about the public system. But can you explain to me, I mean, it was in, in a different context, but I had my annual row with my home insurer over Christmas coming up to renewal, and it was the usual nonsense. They sent out a quote. The quote, as is always the case, was higher than the previous year. I got on, had a huge bust up with them, and guess what? They found a way of reducing the price. And I ended up walking away from that feeling worse about them rather than better because I thought if I hadn't had the row, you would have scalped me. Yeah, and, and Joe, I have the same experience, um, you know, with, let's just say, car insurance. And um, and look, you know, now I'm, I'm not a specialist in those areas, but look, you know, we understand that sometimes there is a tolerance of maybe 5%, 10% where... 
the agents on the phone have some level of discretion in terms of maybe reducing your premium, particularly if you can show them that you have a lower quote from somebody else. And that's, I suppose, one of the features of general insurance. Now, one of the good things about health insurance is there is no negotiation. There is no messing like that. So, like, for example, Joe, if you're on a plan, if you're on, let's just say, the health plan 16.1, what Irish Life Health, everybody on that plan gets charged the same rate, whether they're 26 or 96, whether they've had no claims or whether they've had loads of claims. So sometimes, sometimes Joe, people will say to us, oh, I got onto my health insurance company and I, I, you know, I threatened to pull all my family and they reduced the premium. Joe, they didn't. All they did was move them to a lower plan with a lower premium, which probably has lower benefits. So people need to be very careful. Health insurance, what you see is what you get. It's very transparent. The messing that you see in other insurances, you don't have that with but, health insurance, which is a positive is, feature. Dermot, and we're talking to Dermot Good from TotalHealthCover.ie. When you say what you see is what you get, but don't they still have these ridiculously named plans and, you know, huge numbers attached to them. Even you said 16.1 and, and that's a mild version of it. Like You'd need a, a PhD to work your way through the plans. They they don't make it easy. Now, now to be fair, once again, this is the legislation here, Joe. So, so think of it like this. Let's take an employer in Limerick um, and the employer goes to their health insurance company and they say, listen, we like this plan here but we want you to change one of the benefits on it. They're not allowed to modify that plan just for that company. So if they want to appease that company, they have to launch a new plan, call it a different name, to make that minor change. That's what the legislation, let's just say, compels them to do. So one of the reasons why we've loads of different plans on the market, 340 now approximately, is that, and sometimes, Joe, there's minor variations in these plans, but it's there basically because consumers are looking for certain benefits and certain things on their plans. The insurance companies have to launch new plans to give them that. Now, Joe, there is also, look, we would always say, and to all of your listeners there now, anybody who's on the same plan for maybe three or five years, or people like Joe, there's people now listening to this program who are on the same plans for 30 years, and they're afraid to move off them. They need to realize that new plans have been launched in the last two, three, four years, which are so much better value than what they have. They're available from the same insurance company in many cases. And if you don't pick up the phone, and this is one thing I would say to all of your listeners, Pick up the phone and engage with your health insurance company. And if it's a bit like, Joe, what you said on the home insurance. If you tell them you're not happy with your current quotation, if you tell them you want them to find you the closest equivalent to what they currently have that's cheaper, if you tell them you want to look at corporate plans, because anybody can join a corporate plan and they are the best deals, and, Joe, if you tell them you don't mind taking on a small excess, a small excess for private hospital claims, and then, Joe, this is the trick, stay on the phone and get them to explain everything. So whatever they're proposing, get them to explain exactly how it compares to what you have and what are you losing and what are you gaining. And to be fair to the insurance companies, if you engage with them properly, they'll know you know what you're doing, you're doing your homework properly, and they will keep you on the phone and they'll explain everything. And Joe, that's the process. Block out a half hour, have a good cup of coffee with you, whatever, and get through it that way. Do not try and do this online. Do not try and read through the documentation. It is torturous, right? So, And the people who engage get the best deals each year. But the people who auto-renew, and now this is one of the biggest problems we have in this market, Joe, particularly your older listeners, they're afraid to change. They're bamboozled by all the plans. They've nobody to help them, or they don't seek help, and they just let the policy roll over, and they're going to pay an extra 10 to 20% on their premium, and they could be saving up yeah. to 1,000 euro each. And the other thing, of course, is it's very important to have some plan before you're 35, isn't it? Yes. You see, what happens is that the legislation changed in 2015, so... For all your younger listeners who probably think they don't need health insurance, um, two things. 
first of all, if they end up in Limerick Regional with a burst appendix or a sports injury or whatever, concussion, they're going to be charged 80 quid a night, uh, up to €800 Euro in any one year. And Joe, everybody has to pay that unless they have a medical card. So if you're your two-year-old child, you know, is brought in as an emergency and you think it's free for young children. Absolutely not free. They will be charged up to €800 Euro as well. So that's why we would always say to people, look, if you're on the hook for 800 anyway, why wouldn't you consider maybe investing that in, in a proper plan that's going to work for you so you can go to the Bonds or the Galway Clinic or whatever? But, Joe, if you turn 35 and you have no insurance, you will now be hit with an age loading. And that age loading is 2% for each year over 35. So if you have a 44-year-old listening to the show now who's thinking, don't have cover, I'm in good health, should join, they're going to be hit with a loading. They're 10 years over the threshold. That's 10 by 2. It's a 20% loading. And they'll have to pay that for the next 10 years. And Joe, it goes up every year by a further 2%. So that's why we would urge people, even when they get to 34, 35, Look at even getting on a basic plan because once you're on a plan, once you're in the system, the loading stop, okay? But, Joe, can I just tell you, if anybody's thinking of joining and they want a good mid-level plan, the three best mid-level plans right now, benefit plan from Irish Life, 965, the one plan, 150 from VHI, 997, and the Essential Health, 300 from Leia. That's Essential Health, 300. 997. They are the three best mid-level plans right now that will cover you in all public and private hospitals. Okay. And briefly, Dermot, you know, as someone who looks at this area very closely, are you scratching your head, even in the context of the general election campaign and debate, about how aspects of our health service are in such difficulty? Well, you know, Joe, it's, it's, a, it's a huge area of frustration for us because we hear it every day from people. So people tell us what's going on on the ground. So when we hear the sound bites from government, and not just this government, previous government, about what they're doing on waiting lists, like it's, it's, it's so galling because we know on the ground the reality is, is completely different to that. So I don't know what the solution here is going to be, but, you know, our, our public hospital A&Es are war zones right now. I have huge sympathies for any nurse or doctor who tries to work in there. I mean, we hear stories, and we've seen it ourselves personally, you cannot get into A&E sometimes. Um, you literally, there's no even room to sit on the floor. I mean, when you're told when you go into A&E with a sick child that, look, you're going to be here for 24 hours before we'll even get to see you, and then they're being told, listen, if you have health insurance, why don't you go to one of these new private A&E clinics? Now, you don't have any in Limerick, but you will have soon, okay? So basically, it's... I don't know what the solution is going to be here, Joe, because unless you create the right, the right working conditions where nurses and doctors will want to work in it, and unless you pay them appropriately, you're not going to get, let's just say, the staff that you need. And without the staff, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at this. You can open all the wards you want. You can't open them without the right number of staff. And like we heard an announcement from government there recently that with Sloan to Care, there's going to be an extra 1,000 consultancy posts created. Joe, they have 500 vacancies they can't even fill right now. Yeah. So how they're going to fill another 1,000 is just beyond me. So I, I have huge sympathy for them because it's actually got so bad now, you know, the question is, is it even retrievable now? Can yeah. they save it? And, and that's the big question. Okay. Well, it's always good to chat to you. Thank you very much with good advice as well. Dermot Good from TotalHealthCover.ie Call Limerick today now on 461995.